0: all right good evening everyone hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are as always we'd like to say praise the lord thank the lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together today is july 22nd 2021 and week 129 if you're new around here welcome to join the midst of the storm this is a program where we like to do weekly live stream bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter and if you've been with us for a while as we always like to say welcome back thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the lord and as you can see from the title we'll be talking about god speaking to his people and this can get misconstrued in a lot of different ways. So we're gonna take a deeper dive into the Bible and see what exactly is being said on this subject along with many other topics. So without any further ado, I'm gonna pass it over to minister Tony Banks we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you very much. Uh, We
1: will go into a word of prayer if you guys have the opportunity to take a break We encourage you to do so. Gracious, Lord, thank you for another day in the land of the living. Lord, continue to be with us. Continue to touch our minds, Lord. Continue to just help us to see the things that we need to see, Lord. Continue to uh, keep us focused on you. Keep us focused on being safe. Keep us focused on the most important things in life. Lord, we know there's so many things that can uh, turn us away. But, Lord, we're asking that you will just continue to keep our minds. Help us to be grounded in faith. Help us to be grounded in love, grounded in your word, Lord. Help us to just be better than what we are at this current moment. So, Lord, we're asking all of these blessings, Lord. And one thing we try to remember, Lord, is that no matter what happens to us, help us to remember that there is a reason to still have joy. There's a reason. Help us to remember that when the trying times come. Lord, we're asking all of these blessings in your loving name, Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen. So tonight we are coming from Isaiah chapter 28. uh, And we're going to pick up verse 11 there. The, The topic is God speaks to his people. And so we're going to see how God Chose to communicate to us
0: so let's pick it up in verse 11 here for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people to this people
1: now that's plain read it for me one more time Melvin for with stammering lips
0: and another tongue will he speak to this people for with stammering lips
1: and another tongue will God speak to this people there's going to be a certain group of people that God speaks to this way now this is what he chose now I didn't have anything to do with it but we all want God to speak to us that's what we want you know the people got tired of God speaking to Moses uh, even (laughs) Even his sister said, look, is God only speaking to him? You know, we all want God to speak to us. Even the people, even more so than Miriam, which is which was Moses' sister, even more than her. The people wanted God to speak to them. They said, look, we'll talk to him.' until God showed them a very dangerous sight. They said, well, let, let Moses keep doing it. Mm-hmm. See, we don't know what we're asking for a lot of times. Because some things that we're desiring, once we start to see all of the responsibility, all of the uh, things that come along with it, then we begin to change our minds. So God speaks to his people. So we find here in Isaiah uh, chapter 28 and verse 11 here, he said, For with stammering lips and another tongue, God is going to speak to his people to this people who are his." He said, my sheep hear my voice. So we're talking about another tongue stammering lips. Now we've probably heard of speaking in tongues. Somebody said that's fake. Somebody said that's crazy. Somebody said that's made up. They're making themselves do it. But if you believe in the scripture, the scripture declares that God is going to speak to his people in this way. Now, that's what the book says. So, we either believe the scripture or we don't. And if you reject these verses, you become a non believer. Even though you might believe God exists, Jesus exists, Jesus died, once we begin to reject his word, we don't believe in him. So it says, for with stammering lips and another tongue, God's going to speak to it. Let's read that next verse
0: before we leave here. To whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest.
1: See, the only way we're going to have rest, this spiritual rest, is if we receive the Holy Ghost. That's the only way. The only way we're going to have rest from our sins, from things holding us back. See, our sins really hold us back. We, didn't, we don't know it at the time, but they're holding us back. I can't tell you how many times I've stayed up all night partying, having a good time. But it was hurting me, putting me in debt making my head hurt, making my stomach hurt, making my body, destroying my body with all the alcohol, hurting myself. But we called it a good time. (laughs) Someone said, well, what do you remember? You can't remember anything. Yet, you say you had a good time. You know, if I have a good time, I like to remember it. (laughs) I like to remember it. But look at how the devil has fooled us. We we didn't have any rest. So God said, you know what? I'm going to help my people. I'm going to give them something so that they can experience real fun. Joy in the Holy Ghost. That's real fun. But he was going to do it through us receiving the Holy Ghost. Go ahead, man.
0: And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear.
1: Yet, we won't listen. Yet, we won't accept the Holy Ghost. Now, he's trying to communicate to us, but we won't accept what he says. So, he said, with stammering lips and another tongue, God is going to speak to this people. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, First, we'll we'll do a little running. Well, we don't we don't have to go to that verse. Let's go to the Book of Acts first. In the Book of Acts, uh, let's go to chapter two here to see how it happened at the beginning with Peter, James, John, Matthew, all the apostles. We're going to look at the apostles and see what happened to them. Let's see if God spoke to them this way. Even Jesus' own mother, his brothers, his sisters, they were here. If we go to chapter 1, which we won't, but you can pick it up in chapter 1, it tells us that there were 120 total people here who received the Holy Ghost. God spoke to them, and he said he was going to do it with stammering lips in another tongue. So let's see, did Isaiah get it right?
0: Let's drop, uh, let, let's start at verse 1 here. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. All of these people, 120, we find in, in
1: chapter 1, were gathered here. To hear from God. That's what they wanted. They wanted God to speak to them. They wanted that rest that they had been promised. We want the rest that we've been promised. Drop down to verse 4.
0: And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. and began to speak with other tongues. Now,
1: isn't that what Isaiah told us would happen? He said, God's going to speak to his people. Now these are his he said my sheep hear my voice these are God's people and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost you know everyone says they have the Holy Ghost today somebody said (laughs) somebody told me they cried when they received the Holy Ghost but now crying by itself that doesn't mean you have the Holy Ghost. I cried many days. Sometimes I was sad, sometimes happy, (laughs) sometimes upset. No matter what it was, that didn't mean I had the Holy Ghost. So it tells us how they received the Holy Ghost and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. Uh-huh. As the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them the utterance. The Spirit spoke through them. That's all that happened. This is what Isaiah told us. He foreseen this. He said God's going to speak to his people with stammering lips and another talk He's going to cause his people to speak in tone. That's what he was telling us. And no doubt about it. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost with 120. Imagine 120 people speaking in tongues at the same time. Now, you know, that's a sight. Somebody would be afraid of that. If I didn't know anything about it, I would be too. We all would be if we were not familiar with it. So this is how God spoke to his people at the very beginning. Paul even talked about this in Corinthians chapter 14. We might not get it, but Paul spoke of this same thing. Paul understood this. This is how God speaks to his people. So if you want to know, now this is up to you. If you want to know whether you have the Holy Ghost or not, ask yourself, has God spoke to you this way? That's what it comes down to. Have you had this experience? This is how you know without a shadow of a doubt. Let's get it. Let's get it in Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Let's get it in Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 20 here. Let's start at verse 20. Because Paul is going to tell us this same thing. See, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We find the same thing all over the scripture. Let's see what he said,
0: Mel. Brethren, be not children in understanding.
1: Paul tried to make sure we we have an understanding. He's trying his very best. He said, don't be a child in understanding. You know, a child can't comprehend very much. They have to continue to mature and grow. He said, don't be a child
0: in your understanding now. All right, albeit in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. He said with all of the fighting going on,
1: you need to be children in that. But now as understanding goes, we need to grow up. We need to get an understanding. Let's see what he wanted us to understand. In the law in the law see we're talking about isaiah 28 and 11.
0: that's what he's referencing he said
1: back in the old testament
0: uh-huh with men of other tongues and other lips will i speak unto this people see
1: isn't that what we read when we open he said in the law this was stated god told us he was going to speak to this people these are his people He said God was going to speak to his people this way they were
0: going to speak in tongues all right and yet for all that will they not hear me said the Lord
1: he said even though I caused them as the spirit gave them utterance see God gave them the utterance he said even though I gave them this ability to speak in tongues they still wouldn't hear it somebody out there is not going to hear it I already know it somebody doesn't want to hear it but this is scripture this is the book this is how God speaks to his people so if you want God to speak to you just learn about this just learn about it you don't have to fight it before you know about it just be neutral and learn about it this is in the book this is no creepy thing. This is no uh, miraculous thing. Well, it is miraculous, but this is something that God is wanting to do. The Bible tells us He wants to give us His Spirit. He wants to give us the Holy Ghost. So let's see what Paul had to say about it. He said, "Look, I want you to grow up, be mature in understanding. See the old test. He was dealing with the tongues." He was dealing with it he said this was foretold in the old
0: testament all right wherefore tongues are for a sign he
1: said tongues is nothing but a sign see that sign came to them in acts chapter 2 the sign was speaking in tongues the only way they knew they received the holy ghost was because of the sign they got A sign to let them know that's how they knew because of the sign they knew God has showed up he had intervened in the situation he was speaking to them see God is speaking to us he's saying look you have been filled with the Holy Ghost once you have this sign Isaiah told us, this is going to be the sign that God uses. Now, I can't control what sign God wants to use. It's not up to me. I don't have any part in this. Somebody told me, I believe that was earlier, don't get mad at the messenger. (laughs) But that's who I am at this moment. I'm just telling you what the sign is. Now, if you choose to reject it because he already said even after all of this somebody still won't hear it. Having eyes to see and see not. Having ears to hear and hear not. Because we reject knowledge. We're trying to give you knowledge in this program. That's what we're hoping to do give you the knowledge so you can make a decision so this is how God speaks to us this is his sign speaking in tongues is for a sign that's all it is tongues is not the Holy Ghost it's just a sign see you can't see the Holy Ghost you can't see it we cannot see a spirit Bible tells us no man has seen God at any time because God is a spirit if you can't see God you sure can't see the Holy Spirit but you can have a sign see we need a sign see we would all be in jeopardy without a sign we all need to know whether we have the Holy Ghost or not and so the easiest way and the most Uh, I would say uh, the most logical thing for God to do is give us a sign. I mean, that settles it. If we have a sign, that settles it. You would know for yourself whether I did this or not. I thank God for a sign. You know, isn't that what the people like Jesus? (laughs) They said, we want to see a sign but we have a sign already the sign is speaking in tongues as evidence of the holy ghost that lets us know that should let any of us know god is real for this to be written so many uh, (laughs) many of hundreds and thousands of years ago and the sign is still showing up every day We should be believing in them because of the sign. Let's go back. So we read it happened to the apostles in Acts chapter 2. Now let's go to Acts chapter 10 and let's see the sign here. Let's pick up verse 44. Peter has now went in the house of Cornelius, who is not a Jew. God had to convince him. God had to tell him, look, go ahead and don't doubt anything. I'm sending you. Peter didn't want to go. But God was going to speak to the non-Jews. He wanted to speak to them. So let's see what happens. Peter begins to preach to them and tell them about Jesus. All right. Let's pick up 44 here.
0: While Peter yet spake these words, Mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost fell on all of them. The Holy
1: Ghost comes again. The Holy Ghost comes again. God speaking to his people fell on all of them which heard the word. Faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God. All right, let's pick up forty-five mil.
0: And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. Now,
1: these people were astonished. These were Jews. Now, the Jews were not astonished at Peter's preaching. They already heard these things before. These people, some of these same people, they were there and have seen Jesus face to face. They weren't astonished by what Peter was saying. Let's see what they were astonished by. Drop down
0: to verse 46, Mel. But well, they heard them speak with tongues. They
1: seen the sign. They heard the sign. That's what made them astonished because of the sign. See, they understood only God gives this sign. The scripture told us uh, in Acts chapter 2, and they, began to, they all began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. God gives this sign. Peter knew. The rest of the Jews knew. Man, God just spoke to us and them. God saying, look, I'm accepting them. See, when somebody receives the Holy Ghost, that's God accepting them. It doesn't matter who else rejects them. God speaks for himself. He can speak for himself. Now, I know a lot of times he uses us he speaks for himself a lot of times. He'll make himself known. Ask Miriam and Aaron about it. He'll make himself known. Sometimes (laughs) if we upset God enough, he'll speak for himself. So we should be thankful. Somebody else is telling us, well, this is wrong and that's wrong because you don't want to hear God. I know we say, well, who are you to judge? look you would rather hear one of us than hear God have to tell you this because once he tells you you're in some serious trouble then so we should be happy to hear someone else because God is going to be way worse if he has to say it to you it's going to be way worse like he did Miriam and Aaron so In verse 46, for they heard them speak with tongues. See, this is what happened when Cornelius and all the people that were in his house, this is what happened when they received the Holy Ghost. They had the sign, the same sign that Peter had and the rest of the apostles, as well as the rest of the 120 people. They had the same thing in the beginning. Let's see Peter say it in Acts chapter 11 and verse 17 see he's now retelling us what happened let's go up let's go up to verse 12 and we're going to read Peter retell what just transpired in Acts chapter 10. So I hope you can follow this we're only looking at Peter retelling Acts chapter 10 what events took place so let's pick it up in Acts 11 and verse 12
0: and the spirit bade me to go with them doubting nothing now
1: isn't that what happened for anyone who knows the story Peter didn't want to go he said but the spirit had to tell me look Peter (laughs) just go don't don't argue don't debate it don't question it don't doubt As great as a man Peter was, we found even he doubted sometimes what God said. So we're no different, but we have to do as Peter did and just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do what God says. So Peter is here talking to the rest of the Jews after he has made it back to Jerusalem. See, what we just read in Acts 10 he, he left Jerusalem to go to Cornelius' house. Now he's made it back, and they want to report. They want to know, why did you do what you just did, Peter? See, the Jews didn't believe in mixing with the non-Jews. We know that. They didn't believe in that. So they want Peter to answer for what he did. So Peter said, look, the Spirit told me to go. So if you got a problem, take it up with the Lord. See, that's how we have to handle things. People might get upset, but if they have a problem, we tell them to take it up with God. Now, that's if we're
0: doing what God told us. Sometimes we're not doing what he told. Let's keep reading, Mel. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house.
1: He took six other Jews down there with him so it was seven total seven of them traveled together they didn't travel alone it was a long journey i don't i don't know how long it was but it was a long journey
0: all right and he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house which stood and said unto him send men to joppa and call for simon whose surname is peter cornelius
1: told peter about how he seen an angel and the angel said look send for peter
0: And this is the reason the
1: angel told him to do it. Let's
0: see what he said in 14. Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved.
1: You know, Melvin, we don't believe
0: this. (laughs) We don't
1: believe this. We don't believe that anyone else can tell us some words that we need to hear to be saved. We don't believe this. We said, man, I'm already saved. You don't need to talk to me. We don't believe nobody can tell us any words to be saved. We think we're already saved. We've gotten things twisted. Because this is the book. He says, send for Peter. Peter needs to tell you some things. We have to start listening. Let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak. We're not fast to listen. But if we were fast to listen, we would hear some words that would help us to be saved. So that's the reason Peter went. That's the reason the Lord told him to go. So he can tell these people what they needed to hear to be saved. That's what we're talking about tonight. Words you need to hear to be saved. That's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking
0: about. Read that verse again for me, ever, Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved.
1: If you listen to what Peter says, he said, look, you and your whole house can be saved. Now, let me ask you. This man already believed him and his house. They already believe in the Lord. is more than just believing in the Lord. They already believed in him. They needed to know more than that, though. They needed to receive the Holy Ghost. Because as Peter began to speak those words, let's see what he said.
0: Uh, And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on on them, on all them, as on us at the beginning. Good God from
1: Zion. He said the Holy Ghost fell on us just like it did. Excuse me. The Holy Ghost fell on them just like it did on us at the beginning. Now, I will ask you because we already went to Acts chapter 2. How did it fall on Peter and the rest of the 120? They began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So we're going through these things so that you would know if you receive the Holy Ghost. You need it to happen the same way it happened to them. And the same way it happened to Peter and the rest at the beginning. Now we want to get back to the doctrine, to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. We want the same faith. See, this thing has not changed. So if you're saying you have the Holy Ghost, ask yourself, did it happen to you the way it happened to them at the beginning? And if it has not, then you didn't receive the Holy Ghost. Did you speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave you utterance? That's the question. See, this is how God speaks to his people. This is what he said in Isaiah 28 and 11. This is what Paul said. See, Paul had to go through the same thing. God is no respect to a person. Paul went through the same thing. He said, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. He said, I thank God. He he experienced the same thing. We all have to do this because tongues is the sign. That's all it is. It's just a sign. You know, it's a sad thing for people to reject a sign. It's a sad thing to reject a sign. You're not rejecting tongues itself, you're rejecting the Holy Ghost because tongues is the sign letting you know you have the Holy Ghost. Peter said, look, as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them, just like it happened to us at the beginning. Now, if you don't believe tongues is the sign, then let me ask you, how in the world did Peter see the Holy Ghost? How did he see it? There was no dove as it was with Jesus. There was no dove. If there was a dove... In Acts chapter 2, it would have had to have been 120 doves. (laughs) Every bird in the town would have had to come over there. In Acts chapter 2. But they were inside the building. There was no dove in Acts chapter 2. There was no dove here in Acts chapter 10. And now Peter retelling it in Acts chapter 11. There was no doves. Peter, you cannot see a spirit. Jesus told us that in John chapter three, we won't go and get it, but you can't see a spirit. That's like saying you can see the wind. You cannot see it. You've never laid eyes on the wind a day in your life. You've seen its effects, though. You've seen the wind pick up a cloud, pick up the body of a cloud. You've seen that God's showing us good God from Zion. He's showing us how he wants to pick up our body, put his spirit in our body. That's what he's trying to show us. Using something invisible, putting on something visible. That's what he's trying to show us. But will we listen to him? (laughs) He's trying to speak, Melvin. He's trying to speak, but we won't. Listen, he said, for all this, after all I did, we talked about it yesterday, God is extra. Sometimes people say, oh, they're being so extra. They didn't even have to do all that. God is extra. He gave us a sign to let us know. He said, I'm speaking, and my sheep will hear my voice. You might not hear it today, but glory to God, you'll hear it tomorrow. You'll hear it the day after. You'll hear next week, next month, next year. One of these days you'll hear it. Somebody's going to wake up. God is trying to speak to this people who are his people. He's trying to speak. And the way he does it, he, once you receive the Holy Ghost, you will speak in tongues. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. There is no but. You will speak in tongues. Let's pick up Paul. You know what? Read verse 17 again. Uh, I hadn't gotten down there yet. Okay. Read 15 and then let's go to 17. Read that over again for me. And as I began to speak. As the man began to speak to them, Peter was speaking. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. He said, man, the same thing happened to them that happened to us. Let's pick
0: up 17. For as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did unto us.
1: God gave them the Holy Ghost. He said, just like he gave us, he gave them the Holy Ghost. They spoke in tongues. That's how we knew. That's why we read in Acts 10, the people that came with him, six other people. We just read it. It was six other brethren that came with him. These six, even including Peter, they said, oh my goodness. These people receive the Holy Ghost right here in front of us. See, the Lord has this thing designed, and he knows what he's doing. He didn't let Peter go alone. Because if Peter had went by himself, somebody would have said, No, nah, Peter, you're lying. <laughs> you're making this thing up. No, he let six others go. So they can testify to this also. See, the Lord never leaves himself without a witness, the Bible says. He's going to let more than one know about it. So Peter said it happened to them the same way it happened to us at the beginning. said it twice. He told it twice in 15 and 17. Now, I want to go to Acts chapter 19 before we close this thing out. Because we've already shown you enough. But I want to show you a little bit more. So, Acts 19 and verse 2, we're going to pick up Paul. Because someone is still confused, how do I know if I have the Holy Ghost? Let's pick up
0: verse 2 here. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed?
1: See, we want to make sure you have the Holy Ghost. Anyone who knows what they're talking about, they should be making sure you have the Holy Ghost. So Paul asked some disciples, let's go back up to verse one
0: so somebody can see that. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He
1: came to Ephesus and found disciples. We're not talking about non-believers. He found some disciples and asked those disciples, do you have the Holy Ghost? Have you received it yet? So if we are disciples, we shouldn't be getting upset when somebody asks us, have you received the Holy Ghost? You shouldn't be getting upset if you're a disciple. Because just because you're a disciple, that doesn't mean you have the Holy Ghost. But that doesn't mean you cannot get it. We're saying these things so you can can receive. Paul asked this question so these people could receive the holy ghost we don't all start out with it none of us start out with it we don't have it we got to receive it so have
0: you received the holy ghost since you believe all right and they said unto him we have not so much as heard whether there be any holy ghost we
1: haven't even heard about the holy ghost we don't know what you're talking about
0: all right and he said unto them Unto what then were you baptized? He
1: said, well, did you at least get baptized? How were you baptized? They said we were baptized by John the Baptist. He said, that's not enough. You need to be baptized in Jesus name. We've, we've talked about that so often. Being baptized in Jesus name is crucial. Drop down to verse
0: five. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus somebody
1: understood they got rebaptized. so yes if you have not been baptized in Jesus name you need to get rebaptized. I don't care what someone said let's go back and see the people who God chose now we know he chose Paul to do this job we know he chose Peter to do this job let's go back and look at what they said Let's look at what they said. So
0: they got rebaptized, all right? And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues. Now, <laughs> see, God continues to
1: give us the same sign. How long can we reject this sign? I guess to the end of time, huh? <laughs> we can continue to reject it for the rest of our lives. You know, that's foolishness. For me to reject something that's right in my face, it's foolishness. How long are we going to reject the sign that God is giving? He's trying to speak to his people. He said, My sheep will hear my voice. So tonight, let's wake up. Let's hear him. Don't reject what he has to say. He wants to speak to us, he wants to give us the Holy Ghost. And the way to know you have the Holy Ghost is if and when you speak in tongues. It's for you. I know someone said, well, no, not everybody can do it. <laughs> Friend, let's look at the book. In chapter uh, chapter 2 of Acts, we found all of them received the Holy Ghost, and they all spoke in tongues. It was 120 Now, if it wasn't for everybody, shouldn't somebody have been left out there? In chapter 10, we find that everyone in Cornelius' house spoke in tongues. If it were not for everyone, shouldn't somebody have been left out? Here, we find all of them. It was 12 of them. Let's let's pull that up. Read verse 7 for me, Melvin. And
0: all the men were about 12. Go go back up to verse 6. And then come down again. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. Came on them. Came on
1: them. The Holy Ghost came on them. All right. And they spake with tongues and prophesied. Them spake in tongues. That's what we're talking about. Them spake in tongues. I know you say, well, you're not speak. Forget that. Them spake in tongues. Let's read verse 7 to see who them was, all right? And all the men were about 12. Them was 12. All 12 of them spoke in tongues. So for those that keep saying, well, it's not for everybody, you keep thinking that. The devil is deceiving you. It's for all that will hear God. It's for everybody who will accept it. You know, God isn't racist. (laughs) He's not racist. He doesn't care about how much money you have. He doesn't care about how educated you are. He doesn't care about these things. He said, no, everyone can receive the Holy Ghost. And you know when you have the sign. So that's where we are tonight. God wants to speak to his people. But will you let Him speak to you? You know, sometimes <laughs> there's been many times where somebody will try to speak to you and you cut them off, you say, I, I, I don't want it, nope. You stop them every time, when you don't wanna hear it. That's what we do to God. He tries to say something, we said, look, I'm, I'm done with it. Don't say another word to me. So he says, fine, fine. He said, this is the rest I was trying to give them, but they wouldn't hear it. I tried to give them rest so I thank God for you guys I hope that somebody out there would allow God to speak to them because he wants to speak to you but now you cannot decide how God is going to speak this is his choosing this is his choose so thank you guys once again as always for just being a part of this this Bible study this ministry just for being uh, one of God's people thank you I appreciate it because without you where would any of us be we need one another so again thank you guys and at this time I will turn it back over into the hands of Melvin
0: <laughs> as Tony said um, I'm greatly we both are appreciative of everybody who tunes in whether it be live or listen to the podcast or even watch it again on Facebook because they, you know that's the good thing about technology and with this it's recorded you know so as long as facebook is around it would be 80 90 100 200 500 years on down the line and you know if if we're all still here if the earth is still here and humans living on it you know god's word will always be the same it would always but tony said something earlier um and it reminded me of a story in the bible he said we don't want to listen We don't think that others can tell us words whereby we must be saved, whereby we might be saved because we have to listen and we also have to take heed and get an actual understanding. It reminds me of the story of Lazarus and the rich man all throughout life. Lazarus got dealt as we as we like to say a bad hand he got dealt a bad hand he suffered a lot and then the rich man he received nothing but good and how we look at that if somebody is is receiving nothing but good things in in their lives we think that oh man god must be on their side nothing bad is ever happening to them and i would think you know quite the opposite because if the devil already has you there's no reason for him to keep coming He's after the people that are actually trying to live right. You know, we talked about that before. Don't let the devil ride. Don't let him trick you because he's deceived the whole world and we, that's why we can't be of the world. Reminds me, I believe it's in Psalms chapter 71 or 73. One of them where David said, his foot almost slipped at the prosperity of the wicked, because that's what it looks like. (laughs) Look at Job at the beginning and then he kept his integrity and then look what he was left with at the end way more than he lost in another place it says i would rather suffer the afflictions with the people of god than than, um enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season and that for a season means for a little while no matter how long we are on this earth it's only a little while so lazarus got all the bad things and the rich man got all the good things. And, it say, and the Bible say he lifted up his eyes and yeah. he saw Ab- Abraham afar off and he asked him, can I get a drop of water for I am tormented in these flames. And he is still waiting on this water today. This very day never got him. And another thing he remembered his life because he said, I have brothers. I have family. Let me go tell them not to come to this place. So that tells me you can remember your life. You remember all, all the things that you've done that got you in this place. And he says, surely if one comes back from the dead, they'll believe because Abraham has said, no, let them listen to the prophets. They have Moses and the other prophets. Let them hear them but but the rich man he didn't want to hear him <laughs> just as tony said just as what we see going on in this world today we don't want to listen we don't want to hear we think that we're already saved just like this you know rich man he he probably didn't listen at all i don't know if he thought he was saved or not but he didn't listen and god gives everybody the same opportunity to be saved and one did come back from the dead to tell and that was Jesus. And we see people still didn't listen to him. So they wouldn't have listened to the rich man, but that, that that's going to be a very, very sad day because uh, we think that we're already saved just by being a nice person of what we call nice. But that doesn't mean that God thinks that way. And we were just in one of the chapters chapter 11 where Peter was telling the story of Cornelius and say sin for one um Peter, whose surname is Simon. Oh, I probably got that backwards. Simon, whose surname is Peter, will, who would tell thee words whereby you might be saved. And in the and we didn't get it tonight, but the chapter 10, towards the beginning, it told us about Cornelius. How he was a great man, devoted, always gave alms to the poor, feared God with all his life. Now we can look at that man and say that he is saved. But we just read in chapter 11, Peter had to tell him words, send for Peter to tell him words whereby he and his house might be saved. So it's not it's not just being a good person It's not just by holding doors open for people. I mean, those are good things. That's a good thing to do. I'm not telling you don't do that, but that's not going to earn your way into heaven as we think it is. We think there's just a bunch of checklists. A hold hold the door open for this person. Tell this person, hey, have a great day. And just keep doing this. Give to charity. We saw Cornelius do that. <laughs> but he still wasn't saved at that moment. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It's the same way they got saved back then. It's the same way now. People say, oh, that's just the Bible days. Well, we still are in, we still are in the Bible days. We're not in the Bible days. We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right, another thing Tony said, um, and I've been the same way, you know, partying, getting drunk, not remembering the night before, and we call it having a good time. And it said that's how we know we're in the last days because we're we're calling something evil that's good, and what's good that's evil, and what's good we're calling evil. So we we've gotten things so backwards. We need to get back on track. Get baptized in Jesus' name get the gift of the Holy ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. And we need both of those things. We were in one of the chapters where they only had one. We didn't read it, but Acts chapter eight, Acts chapter 10, one group had baptism without the Holy ghost. One group had the Holy ghost without having, uh, without getting baptized. It's important because we just read in the chapter. Now, disciples getting re baptized. If it wasn't important, then why did they go back and do it again? Because I did it again. I was, I believe I was 12 the first time I got baptized knowing good and well, I didn't know what it was actually for. I don't even remember what the guy said, but I had to go back and do it again because I had to be sure that it was in Jesus name by somebody with the Holy ghost who knew what they were doing. But, that's all I have to say. I hope you guys enjoyed the message. I pray you guys got something out of it. I see that we don't have any more comments. And um oh yeah, announcement. The next 3 weeks <laughs> there will be pre-recorded messages. Um we're going to be in the tedious and expensive process of moving. So um those 3 live streams will be pre-recorded and we hope and pray to be back in front of the camera live on August 19th. I believe it is so i hope you guys enjoy those messages three great powerful strong messages to to help us all in our walk of walk with christ in this life here on earth because it's just a dressing room for heaven and that's what we're here for to to help people make it over as i always say if only one gets saved then job well done so again those three messages will be pre-recorded we won't be able to reply to comments live unless we're watching and we type it so Again, thank you guys for tuning in. And as I always like to say, my weekly reminder to you guys, we'll still be having our regular Zoom Bible study on Monday and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Standard Time. So we hope to see you guys there. Those will still be at their regular time Um, for the podcast listeners. Nothing will change. They will still be uploaded every Thursday evening around 7 or so p.m. central standard time so as i always like to say rejoice in the lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies counted all joy counted all joy and again counted all joy there's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm so thank you guys for tuning in and if god blesses and says the same we'll be back in front of the camera live august 19th of this year to bring you guys another topic coming straight from the word of god so you guys be blessed have a happy safe and blessed weekend and again thank you for tuning in